Hey, my friend, I am very excited for today's podcast episode. Today's podcast topic is, is gut health impacting your fertility? As we know that gut health has a connection to your brain health, to your immune health, even your skin health. And now studies have also shown that there is a strong connection between your gut health and fertility. I am so lucky to be joined today by Monica Cox. Monica, it is wonderful to have you. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So before we begin our episode, I am just going to do a quick read on Monica. Monica Cox is a holistic functional fertility coach and infertility warrior. She supports women in finding the root cause to their fertility issues. She herself has dealt with years of unexplained infertility, failed IVFs before becoming an IVF mom and getting pregnant naturally, even though the doctors said that she, she can do much about it or she can change the situation um, drastically. She's an author of the best-selling journal called Boost Your Embryos and a host of a wonderful podcast called Finding Fertility. Thank you for being here once again. And let's just jump right into our today's topic. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my first question to you is, um, is there a link between infertility and gut health? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is one of my favorite talk- topics to talk about because this was my story. Mm-hmm. Um, my gut health was literally causing my unexplained infertility. Wow. And because they weren't looking at my gut, because who looks at the gut when you're dealing with fertility issues? Mm-hmm. Um, and especially this was about um, 10 years ago, well, 15 years ago that I started trying to conceive. So, you know, a decade ago, this was really not talked about. So um, in my journey, because I just could not take what the doctors were telling me as like this, you know, like that they were right, um, I discovered that my gut health was in fact almost 100% the reason why I couldn't get pregnant, I couldn't stay pregnant, and I had to use a load of immune suppressing drugs to even get myself there. Wow. Um, so yeah, 100%. And I would even go out on a limb and say that um, other than a structural issue, or a genetic issue that cannot be um, manipulated by functional uh, practices, um, everyone's gut health is contributing to their fertility issues, whether you have a diagnosis of PCOS, endometriosis, low A quality, low AMH, unexplained, mm-hmm. um, even sperm health, you know, so everyone really needs to focus in on their gut health and then explore the other areas too that are connected to that. But everyone can do an amazing job to really boost their gut microbiome, um, increase their gut lining. And um, my story with my gut was my gut lining was so poor. I quote unquote had leaky gut and therefore the inflammation was um, just getting into my body, you know, food particles, (laughs) what have you. 
And so my, um, there was so much inflammation going on because of that, my high or my natural killer cells were so elevated Mm. that they weren't allowing, if I did make a healthy embryo, because it usually comes as a package. If you have NK cells, high NK cells, you're going to have, um, low A quality because the inflammation is so high. Um, so once I, finally discovered that I had, I in fact did have high natural killer cells. Um, I was luckily already on a path of health and wellness. There was enough information uh, through a great blog um, called the paleo mom talking about autoimmune issues and gut health. And I found my few little steps that I needed to do. And um, through a long journey, because I was piecing this all together, I actually did reverse my high natural killer cells and I got pregnant naturally after eight years. Wow. There's lots you can do. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. And at the same time, this is a inspiration for um, many women out there who are trying to get pregnant. They are struggling and their goal is to get pregnant naturally. And, uh, you know, natural is always best because I feel that your body accepts everything better. Yeah. You know, I have an IVF baby too. And yeah, I natural is best because you don't have to have anyone look up your vagina or you don't have to have anyone, you know, taking all this extra medication. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just easier from someone who has had five medical treatments. Mm -hmm. um, I can honestly tell you it's much easier if you take a natural route um, to get there. Yes. Right. Right. That's wonderful though. That's really, really uh, very inspiring. Definitely. Uh, Now, how does the microbiome affect the fertility? Well, this comes down to, you know, supporting all the functions within your gut, right? So Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize that estrogen gets, you know, recycled in the gut. You have all your, you know, V vitamins and your glutathione. There's so many, um, your gut has so much um, control over so many different things that most people don't realize. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a a healthy gut microbiome, it's not going to be able to do the work it needs to do. You know, they're the little factory workers, right? Mm -hmm. And they're there to help all these other systems work. And so when uh, the gut microbiome is just out of, um, out of sync, you know, even having too much of a good thing, right? You know, you see these people take, um, these probiotics again and again and again. And I'm like, okay, probiotics are great, but like one, let's make sure we're not taking the same thing over, over, over again, you know, let's mix them up. Um, And even if we can get a gut health test to um, maybe identify what species you're low in and how we can really, you know, focus on that. Or if you're too high in some stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, you're high in that. Well, that's the probiotic you're taking every (laughs) single day. Um, Mm -hmm. It can really hone in on what foods are lacking in your diet to boost that gut microbiome. Um, I think it's not so complex, but it's more complex than just take a probiotic, right? What about the prebiotics? What about the fibers? What about all these things that work in synchronicity? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's very important to um, get the right support if you feel like your gut is the root cause of your issue, right? 
Um, a lot of people um, don't necessarily need full support with their gut. They can really make some improvements by literally just finding their food intolerances mm-hmm. and um, increasing the variety of mm-hmm. their food. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I get a lot of clients who are like, I'm on the keto diet. I'm a vegan. I like, I only eat five foods. I'm healthy. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, let's just widen the scope of what you're actually eating. And I think there almost becomes this f- food fear phobia. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I heard this influencer or even doctors say that I should only do this. And it's like, well, that might have worked for one person. But listen, you're doing that and it's not working. So let's try something else. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. Some of the key points that you shared uh, with the information right now is definitely uh, you just cannot follow someone else's protocol because that person is different and that person's gut microbiome is different than yours. So it yeah. has to be an individualized approach. So absolutely, I agree with that. Um, along with the probiotics, uh, what you mentioned about, yes, those are great, uh, but everyone wants to make sure that it's a good quality. You are spending money on a right probiotic. You need to mix them up. I completely agree with you. And there are many clients, even I have seen in my practice that they just start on one probiotic and for years they are just taking the same thing also many people have no clue what prebiotics are and if your diet lacks in prebiotics those probiotics are not going to work for you Mm -hmm. so absolutely that that definitely something that um, audience wants to uh, note Um, the other thing what do you think about um exposure to various toxins around us and uh, do you think that that could be a possible contributing factor to um, infertility if yeah if you- well absolutely I mean they're all just endocrine disruptors right so mm-hmm. um, and I would even say gut disruptors yeah. so it's really honing in on what you can control right and starting small looking around your house i mean the perfect place to start is starting your bathroom start up in your makeup bag um the things that you really use daily and start you know just connecting with that and it's you know i say to people like okay it might not be the thing but it is contributing to it and mm-hmm. if you can um you know just replace them there's i mean this day and age there are really good you know makeups out there body products like when yeah. i was doing this 10 years ago absolutely not <laughs> like it was hard to find something yeah, absolutely um so i just don't think there's any excuses now mm-hmm. um and it's just a real big investment like you say it's an investment in your health um I've seen top OBGYNs on social media talk about how, you know, these um, supplement companies and these makeup brands and all these other companies are almost like snake oil, you know, pushers because their products are so more so expensive. And it's just like, this is an investment in your health. And unfortunately, right now, that's just how it is. If you want quality, then you're going to have to pay a little bit more. But the good thing is, is that the other things that you're doing in your life that are quote unquote free, they're there, you're not going to have to use as much of that product, right? Or you're going to be on it for a shorter period of time, mm-hmm. because the object is especially with supplements to help supplement where you need to go. 
and then eventually be in a really good place where you don't need that supplementation as much, or you can go every other day or what, you know, whatever you desire. But um, any good brand out there, and it's a funny, funny conversation because I get a lot of people, um, brands reaching out to me and being like, can you promote this supplement? I was like, I can't, even the (laughs) ones that I love, my core message is, is you have to lower that inflammation and that oxidative stress. You have to heal your gut and then supplement on top of that for like three months. And brands don't want to hear that, do they? <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely. I agree with you. And definitely. Uh, and that's why they're called supplements, right? Because they are supplementing with your healing. They are, they cannot get replaced with something. You still want to manage your stress better, lower your toxin uh, exposure, eat healthy, be physically active, develop a good sleep schedule, all those basic things that are required need to be done. And as you said, definitely, this is an investment in your own health. And Mm -hmm. if you start that early, you will see benefits, uh, much, much larger benefits, I would say. And I always tell my clients, it definitely make an investment this way, rather than spending money on medications later. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Or your time in hospital. Oh, you know, the only reason I ever discovered any of this information, ironically, because I had to drive to my IVF clinic, which it was an hour and a half one way. So I spent a lot of time in the car. And on this journey, I just started learning. And so yeah, you either spend your time or your money, and they're both very valuable. Very, very. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much so far. This is really going good. Um, I'm sure uh, the audience is also enjoying the information here. Uh, The next thing I wanted uh, you to share some um, tips, if you can, uh, some easy to implement tips with the audience to improve their chances to become pregnant naturally or just kind of reduce their overall stress around this um, infertility and uh, what is associated with with all of that. Yeah, so our community that is dealing with fertility issues are very type A. They're always on the go. They're always doing, uh, they're not really necessarily sick, like Mm -hmm. in hospital, but um, we're overdoing it. Right. So we Mm -hmm. already had a full life and now we have all these fertility issues and scheduling and timing and temping and all that kind of stuff. So um, the first part, which is probably the hardest part, is to surrender a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. Let go of the areas that you can let go of. Um, Because I can say with confidence as someone who's been through it and as a coach, that's actually contributing to your fertility issues. Mm. You know, I had a client once say, oh, I'll put that on my to-do list. And I was like, what? She's like, oh yeah, I have like this specific fertility to-do list that I'm literally like, I have to do all these things. And I was like, you're not actually being and like being present in those, like you're literally just taking them off and it's stressing you out if you don't make your to-do list. She's like, oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So that's like one of the hardest. And the next thing is really start getting in tune with your body and your intuition, your quote unquote gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Your body tells you, and if you stop long enough to listen to it, 
it will help guide you to the things that you actually need to be doing. And so in relation to food, right, um, you need to find your food intolerances. There's really good tests out there. There's really bad tests out there. Do not ever buy one from like Target or, or you know, um, but if you can't afford those or it's not a route you want to go down, when you eat your food and you actually listen to your body during and after, it will tell you whether or not it enjoyed that. If it was something that, you know, you can easily digest or, or not. Um, So, and so food is a very good example of that. And if you get in tune with your body, you can literally ask it anything and it will give you a yes or no question. Mm -hmm. So really tapping into that intuition, into yourself. And the only way you can do that is by slowing down. So that's why that one was the first one, the first step. And this is the second step. Um, and then the third is just be confident that you don't have to be perfect, right? Healing is not linear. It is going to go up and down. You are human. Um, there, the missing piece for most people is the subconscious mind. Mm. So if you feel like you can't stick to your commitments or, you know, or quote unquote, you know, like you have more cheat days than you want, that's when you need to look at your belief system. You know, um, and in my experience and in my coaching, once again, the two things that it really comes down to is self-love and self-worth, right? If you love yourself and you feel like you're worthy more than anything on this earth, you wouldn't think twice about doing the things that you know in this moment in time are your highest purpose. So, um, you know, like don't don't beat yourself up, just be radically honest and go, okay, right. and find the support system, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to get you there a lot quicker. Yeah, definitely. And I completely agree with you on this, that this is a healing journey. It is not a competition. Even if you have a goal, it's good. It's a good idea to have a goal because then that way it motivates us to work towards that goal. But just because uh, someone you know and who is undergoing the same situation and uh, they kind of achieve something earlier than you or faster than you, that means you're not doing anything wrong. It's just your journey and just take take it as it comes or just take one day at a time. And Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes uh, it's a good idea to enjoy that journey too, so that you don't get a lot of stress about it. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Yep. Okay, perfect. So um, I know, Monica, we can talk on this topic for hours, but, um, and definitely you have highlighted some of the key areas, uh, which are extremely important. Now, Another thing what I would like my audience to know is how they can reach out to you or how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, so I'm finding fertility everywhere on the internet, Instagram, TikTok, my website, my podcast. So if you just Google that or go into any of the social media apps that you're into and type in finding fertility, you'll find me. Okay, perfect. And um, for my audience, I'm going to share uh, this name and the link to the podcast in my show notes. So if you are interested in downloading the podcast, listening to Monica's episodes, uh, it will be easier for you. Now, before we end our today's episode, is there anything else you would like to share with the audience? Just like maybe one takeaway thing. Yeah, I would say be graceful with yourself. You know, we beat ourselves up and um, 
most of us didn't know what we were doing that was contributing to our health issues and especially our gut, because if we did, we wouldn't have been doing them. So you have to give yourself grace, um, especially if you're bummed that you, you know, been working with a doctor and they put you on so much antibiotics Mm. and your C. diffs all over the place, (laughs) or you got SIBO now and, you know, all these things, just be really graceful and just know that there is end in sight. Yep. (laughs) It will eventually get better. Um, and that what you're doing now is you're creating a lifestyle and, um, you're going to learn that, doing kind of these quote unquote different things than than the normal society or what you've done in the past is actually going to give you such a better quality of life day to day that it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you on that. Uh, Have a positive mindset, trust yourself. And even if you feel that the journey is like a roller coaster ride, there's definitely uh, light at the end of this tunnel. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much, Monica, for spending time and sharing your knowledge with the audience today. And I truly appreciate it. Thanks again. My pleasure.